Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. So let's get started. And remember, it's not my fault. Okay, slow burn two. Never is good, right? Okay, so Alice is the focus of this. Uh, this is a story about my life, but Alice is a big part of my life. And she's involved, directly involved with this. I didn't have a ton to do with it, but... It's Alice, my better half. So Alice becomes the maid of honor for several of her friends. We have lots of friends. We're younger. We have no children at the, this particular time. Alice is the maid of honor in a wedding. This is a towing company. This is the, the, okay, the, per, the people are getting married. One of the people, which Alice went to school with, right, uh, owns a towing company. It's it's a very well-known towing company. They tow trucks and cars and all kinds of stuff. Um, it's a local company in this, this town that we were, uh, that Alice grew up in. And, you know, it's local people. Uh, there's a big difference in this town. Small town, small town USA. Not tiny, but, you know, less than 100,000, more than 20,000 people. And all the locals know each other. Right? There's a, it's a transient town. People come and go a lot. But you know, you're local. You have the behind-the-scenes look into life. I lived there probably, I don't know, 10-plus years. I'm not a local. You have to be born there. You have to go to school there. You have to work there. You have to be a local. To be behind the curtain. So Alice is the maid of honor. These three people are locals. And there's a bunch of local people there. And the uh, husband, the groom, owns this towing company. Setting this up for you. So time passes after the wedding. Not much happens at this wedding that uh, I should be taught talking about let's put it that way so Alice decides one day that she's going to go down to the business section of this small town now being a local there are some ins and outs of the town and locals don't like to pay to park there are parking meters in this town so there's a parking lot that is privately owned the municipality does not own it, does not give parking tickets at this parking lot. People park there, they get a ticket. It's the kind of thing like, it's a little pouch, you put your money in it, and you put it in a box that's on the meter. Yeah, welcome to small town USA. Every meter, every third meter or so has one of these little boxes. Probably parks 200 cars here. But the locals know that they're not going to bring charges against you or have the cops come or any of that stuff. This is just a piece of private property that they're saying, please 
pay us to park. And the locals don't pay. Never have. Never wanted to. Okay. So, evidently, the people who own this parking lot had gotten tired of the locals not paying. So they hired this local towing company to come tow the cars out of there. This was unknown to Alice. Her mother, now we have children, okay? We have two small children, less than five years old each. You know, Buck and Chuck and her mother-in-law and, and Alice, and they park there and they go do whatever they're going to do. I, I don't know. So they get a ticket from the property owners, but they also get towed. There's a big sign in the parking lot now that says if you don't pay your ticket, or if you're parked here illegally, excuse me, uh, without money in the meter, you will be towed to XYZ Towing Company. Go there and get your car. So Alice and the family comes out, and Chuck is looking around going, What's up, Mommy? Alice tells Chuck and Buck, Look, our car's been towed. Chuck's like, well, That doesn't matter. We're just getting somebody else's car. You know, just take one of those. It'll be fine. You know, that's how young they are. They don't know what's going on. Okay, so that's kind of cute. Yeah, whatever. But think about it. 60-year-old mother-in-law, less than five-year-old kids, two of them, and Alice standing in the middle of this small town. So they got a hold of one of their local buddies. And matter of fact, I think... They actually, she actually called, Alice called the towing company. Now, she was the maid of honor for the woman who works in this towing company. You know, she owns this. Her and her husband own this towing company. I don't know how they got from the parking lot to the towing company, but they got to the towing company. So the towing company's like, you know, again, locals. They know each other. They went to high school together. They've been friends many, 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 many years. Right? Towing company personnel said, look, you owe 150 bucks. She's like, Alice is like, what are you talking about 150 bucks? My car was just towed like an hour ago. Yeah, but it's a full day's parking in storage that's fenced. She said, no, 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 no. She said, let me, let me talk to the, to the bride, so to speak, okay? So this person comes out. She says, "Yeah, Alice, you gotta pay me 150 bucks. I can't get out of this. This is the way it has to be. This way, we towed you. We put you in fenced-in storage. That's 150 bucks." Alice is like, "All right, whatever. Okay, we we pay the fine. Time passes. Okay? We're talking 20 years pass now. Alice and I go back to this town." We go back there often, but we end up at this tow truck shop. It's a garage. They work on cars, whatever. And the tow truck people are telling, telling us, you know, look, you're the maid of honor. We towed you. We'll tow anybody. There's actually a sign that says this behind the counter on the wall. We tow everyone, including the maid of honor of our wedding. The slow burn. Still going on today. Keeping with the theme of Alice and the slow burn, 
So Alice and I have moved around a bit. We, we moved to a rural area, uh, much more rural than where Alice grew up. And she's a bit of a city girl, and I'm a bit of a country boy, and you know, I grew up in a super, super rural area. We, you know, we live in a, in a rental property. Those of you who don't know anything about houses in rural areas, they tend not to have really good basement walls and floors. I wouldn't say they're, you know, soil, but you know, the, the ceiling's low and it's a very old house and whatever. Okay. Not the, not, it's not a dirty house. It's just a very, very old house. We're talking about a house that was maybe built in the, in the, the early 1900s. This is where we're living. Uh, it's just a, a temporary rental because I'm in between where I'm going from one job to another job and, you know, f- we're, we're going to this town, but I need to get there and get to work. We're there and one day the, the washer and dryer were down in the basement and one day Alice was down in the basement. She saw a little mouse. Now fall of the year, rural areas, you know, there's a little bit of agriculture around, but mice tend to come indoors or go someplace where it's warm to overwinter the basement of this house. So Alice is like freaking out. She's like, I don't, she doesn't like mice. You know, a lot of people don't like mice. It's, they're in the basement of her house. And I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. I'll go find a black snake, throw it down, down the basement, and it'll take care of the mice. She's like, black, black snake? What are you talking about, black snake? I'm not bringing a snake in this house along with the mice. I'm like, what? That's the best mouse you're going to get. You don't have to feed it. You don't have to take it out to, you know, to go to the bathroom. It's like, no, if you want to do anything, we're going to get a cat. I'm like, a cat? I don't like cats in the house. You know, cats belong outside. You know, they're, they can you know, work the barn and kill mice out in the barn. But we're getting a black snake. No, I want a cat. So back and forth we go. And basically we don't get anything. This conversation's going on and on and on. So I, I, I come up with a genius solution. I just told Alice. Now she didn't know that much about mice and how they operate. So I tell Alice, hey, look, you see that little mouse, don't you? You realize that that mouse can't climb steps. She's like, what? Can't climb steps? No, look how tiny it is. You know, there's there's no way a mouse is going to climb up these really steep steps. Now, this is an out-and-out lie. I am lying to my wife. It's a white lie, but I'm trying to get some peace in the family. You know, we're in a new town. I'm going to have a new job. She's going to have a new job. Our kids are going to school. I mean, life is disrupted enough. And, you know, she doesn't like black snakes. I don't know what to do there. So, you know, mice can't climb steps. Great. So for about a year or two, she's okay. And I st- we still haven't gotten into our, uh, you know, regular house yet. We're still trying to figure out where to live in this new area. And Alice goes to work. and You know, it's, it's a really rural area. And she's, she's telling, you know, it's coming up, coming up on fall again. And she's telling her co-workers, you know, one of the locals of this new, t- new town we're in, says, yeah, she says the mice are coming in again. But luckily, you know, they can't climb up steps, so I don't have to worry about them getting to the upstairs and bothering us. And a co-worker said, like, who told you that? Mice can climb anything. They can climb up, you know, a steel pipe. Oh, no. Now, so Alice has found out the truth. She's lived with this lie that I told her, like a white lie, you know, it wasn't hurting anything. It was just causing peace in our house. It was not true. I lied to my wife. There's no way around it. I lied to her. So, you know, the slow burn happens. We're there for a year and 
comes back to haunt me. I should have figured it was going to come back on me, but whatever. So just so happens we moved out uh, much faster than I ever expected. The slow burn. That one was only about a year to, to come to fruition. The phone call. As you well know, you've heard me talk about it before. Alice and I, when we were younger, before we were married, while we were first, you know, in our early years of marriage, we had this large group of people that pretty much we would go out with every weekend. And it could range from a small group would be, it would be 10 up to 25, maybe, yeah, 25 would probably be the largest it ever got. So, and we hung out together. We were friends, you know, we, 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 you know, we would go places and do things and whatever. We'd go dancing, we'd go drinking. Uh, you know, you know your friends are dating someone new and, you know, when you're 20 years old, age of your life, and you're just going through the, what are you going to do tonight? What are we going to do tomorrow? There's no cell phones. There's no texting. You know, you have the phone or you went to see them or you made plans well in advance. That's the time frame we're in. And it's, a, you know, this is a group of people. It's diverse. You know, there's men, there's women, there's construction workers, there's teachers, there's office workers, there's truck drivers. There's, you know, just all kinds of stuff. You know, hairstylists, you name it. There's just the, the careers in this group of people are super diverse. So one night, Alice and I are at, at uh, one of our friend's house, uh, a female friend. And she's, you know, she's a great lady, man. I, I love her to death. You know, she's still a friend of mine today, you know, you know many, many years later. So we're hanging out at her house, we're talking, whatever. And now this lady was, you know, she's an attractive woman. You know, she, people, men would come up and, you know, ask her to dance or buy her drinks or whatever. No problem. You know, that's just the way it was with her. So Alice and I are at her house one night and it's late. It's like midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning. And we're there and Alice and her friend go to the bathroom together or something. They're in another room away from me. I'm by myself out in the kitchen. And the phone rings. Now, these are the days when you only had one phone in your house. Okay, you didn't have like a phone in every room. So I'm at this lady's house. The phone rings. From the back, she says, Hey, Max, answer the phone. See what's going on. Okay. So I pick up. Hello? Hello? You know, it's Max, right? And it's one of our other friends. So it's a male friend. He's like, what are you doing? It's like wee hours of the morning. Why are you at her house? So I'm not saying much. I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm just here. And then he starts going, no, 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 no. You're not doing what I think you're doing. Like, I don't know what you think I'm doing. I'm not saying anything. You know, I'm just on the phone, wanting to figure out why this guy called. And I can tell that he's a little agitated that I'm there in the wee hours of the morning. And I'm sure that he's having thoughts that of things that weren't happening. I mean, I'm there with my wife. And he's like, I, I can't believe you, Max. I can't believe you. I was like, I'm still not saying anything. And he's going, I was like, why are you there? Why are you doing this? Do you understand what you're doing? And I'm like, um, hey man, I got to hang up now. And I just hung up the phone. 
Nothing else was ever said. The lady who owned the house, hey, Max, who was that on the phone? Oh, that was her friend so-and-so. Uh, you know, what do you want? Like, oh, nothing. Just called to say hi. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. What's he calling to say hi for? Oh, he must be drinking. I don't know. Okay, so it's just kind of like, it's a nothing thing. I thought, you know, maybe I could have some fun with this, you know, push this guy's buttons, whatever. And if I start pushing the buttons, I'd tell the lady, hey, look, you got to play along with this. Alice, look, we're just having fun, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. None of it ever happened. The guy who called never, ever brought this up. We hung out together for years. What can I say? So one day, we're probably five, ten years down the road down now from when this incident happened. And we're out in an adult establishment. We're having some fun. It's just him and I. And, and I, don't know, I don't know why we were there watching a you know, football game. or I don't, I don't know why we were there. And he, uh, he looks at me and he's like, I can't believe that you slept with her. And you're married. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just like out of nowhere. It's like, I can't believe that you slept with her. I'm like, God, listen to me. I'm not following here. And then he starts to tell me a story of, oh, I called you. It was, you know, one o'clock in the morning or midnight or two or whatever. And you were there. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, you know, you're happily married. I was like, I am happily married. I said, I, I don't know why you're all upset about this. He said, I said, it was a joke. He's like, yeah, yeah, right. It's a joke. He says, you know, I always had a crush on her. I'm like, what? You always had a crush on her? He's like, oh, yeah. He says, I really had a crush on this chick. And then you, out of the blue, come in here and do this. He's like, you know, it just ruined it for me. I said, I couldn't even... I couldn't even think about having a relationship with her if she's going to cheat on if you're you know if she's going to you know sleep with you and you're married and it's in her house and we're friends. He's like I just I just lost all interest. He says it like shut me down. He's like I was seriously in love with this woman. I'm like what are you talking about? I said I didn't do anything. And it's like are you like okay with all this or what, what's going on? He's like, no, he just had this big crush and it kind of just crushed me to find out what you were doing. Uh, okay. So I just came clean. He's like, look, dude, look, we were just having some fun. I was hoping you'd say something and we'd have a, you know, a laugh about it the next time we saw each other. And, you know, all this time, you're sad. And I caused you to be sad and I'm really sorry. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to make you sad. I was trying to have some fun. He's like, Oh, man, okay. So, you know, we still knew each other. So he's trying to, uh, I guess, I don't know, trying to have a relationship with this lady in the, in the future. Now, it just so happens that as time passed, they grew apart, not because of me, okay? They, they grew apart and they each married someone else and live very happy lives today. But it could have gotten ugly. This is one of those things that slow burn could have gotten really, really ugly if it wouldn't come to fruition when it did. That's all for now, folks. This is Three Tails Max signing off. It's not my...